Hi, welcome to the Theme Park Trainer Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Darren. Hello. This week, we are looking at the Walt Disney World Resort in a post-COVID-19 world, where we are looking at some of the reviews that people have been reading, uh, sorry, leaving for the theme parks around Walt Disney World and the resort as a whole since the parks reopened in July. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Each of us has a dream. A heart's desire, it calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. Stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. So we were thinking this episode we may we may get to all four parks, but it's also possible we might only do a couple, and then at least it gives us some content for next week. <laughs> I guess I guess we're just going to pick and choose. Yeah, find so the I'm, ones that we can because yeah, Google reviews isn't great. Yeah, and I'm not going to necessarily limit it to negative reviews for the first mm. time ever because i think it will be interesting to have some talking points for the positives and the negatives on what mm. people are thinking about in terms of um disney safety protocols and crowd levels and all that kind of good stuff yeah now as always with this we haven't even looked at the reviews ahead of time <laughs> so bear with us as we're scrolling through reviews we're just sticking to google today i think we'll do another episode on TripAdvisor. Um, just because they're like a whole different beast. So, okay, first one. We're looking at Walt Disney World to begin with. Um, this, I'm going to read a five-star to start things off, but by Riley Kay. I thought Disney was really just for kids and thought people were exaggerating when explaining how special this place really is. I went for the first time at the age of 31, and I honestly can't wait to go back again. And I only went to Magic Kingdom. I went to dinner at the Hoopity Doo Review and was really quite the experience. Fort Wilderness was amazing. I will be staying there next time I go. If you haven't gone to Disney World, no matter your age, go. Well, Riley, some of us can't. <laughs> it's just it's no mention whatsoever because this is like a really recent review. Yeah, this is like <laughs> less than 24 hours ago. Yeah. Um, no mention of like COVID or anything like that. Nothing. Yeah, she's just like oblivious to the world around her. Yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, it's really quiet in here. I thought it was going to be busy. <laughs> Five minutes to get on this. Brilliant. <laughs> um, local guide Hello says, staff could have been more, a lot more professional and nicer. The ticket attendees were very nice at the beginning, but gradually going inside to dealing with rides and with food and the strict militant rules over masks, i.e. 50 feet away, from nobody and still somehow comes out to you to put a mask on when it's almost 99 degree weather. 
I mean, that's but, kind of the rules, though, isn't it? You're meant to wear point. a mask unless you're in, like, one of the mask-free zones. Yeah, or you're eating. Yeah. But again, you have to be, you have to be in a in a particular area while you're eating don't you you can't yeah. be you can't be walking around and eating at the same time yeah but that's the that's the point like if they're not enforcing this then more people are just going to do it oh yeah exactly if if yeah because there's let's just say there's a percentage of the population that are idiots um and, and just ignore all the rules and everything like that and so yeah they have to enforce it yeah i mean yelling out to put a mask on it's almost 99 degrees you, it was your choice to book a day at the parks in the middle of a, in the middle of a global pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Like, what we- do you expect? <laughs> Positive side, the rides were so fast to go on, except when they had to clean, of course, but it's still very understandable. Oh, so that's, that's understandable, but you're wearing a mask, isn't it? Yeah, just the mask. <laughs> but the gift shop attendees were very stale and very unfriendly. Stale, they had like a musky smell to them. It was quite dry around the edges. It very stale and very unfriendly. It was more pleasant walking around, seeing the views, than dealing with the staff. I mean, unsurprisingly, Disney has not been great at paying their staff through the furlough period, and right. now they're back at a theme park where thousands of people are going going to on a daily basis, who they don't know where people have come from or whether yeah. they have COVID symptoms or not. Oh, I wonder why the staff are maybe a little bit, you know, apprehensive. Appreh- yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe you could probably understand them being a little bit annoyed or irate, um, especially when you get people like local guide Hello, who doesn't seem to have a lot of patience with these no. rules. No, not not at all. Um, Christian Themen says, "This place is my childhood. The only reason I gave this three stars is because the Disney Company is just awful." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, what, um, a bit weird, but okay. You can't review a, a theme park based on Dis- the whole Disney company, surely. Yeah, but why is the Disney company as a whole awful? Well, he hasn't said it, has he? No, given no no context or anything like that, just they're, just, they're just awful. I mean, I largely agree with him, but what do you expect? What, that a, they're awful? Yeah, well, what would you expect from a big corporate company? But I mean, awful in what way? Are you, are you like, are you talking like wages or the way they treat the staff or traffic? Um, traffic, <laughs> just traffic. That's all. <laughs> He's so boring. I mean, I was on the, um, the shareholders' quarterly call on, I think it was Tuesday. Yeah. He's so dull when he talks. Well, he's a money man, isn't he? He's all the people on the call were obviously money, money, uh, money people, mm-hmm. um, and it's just like. The financial re- re- reckonings of the Walt Disney Company for quarter two have been at around $3 billion last. You're like, oh my goodness. That was some pizzazz. <laughs> try, try and jazz up the bad news of it. <laughs> but then, then, then he's like, but Disney Plus has got a load of new subscribers and it's really positive, and we're working on some great new Star Wars Marvel shows, some which are to be announced. And it's like, all right, well, what are they? I'm sure the shareholders would be interested to know. Moving on to theme park performance, it's like, great. <laughs> any, any bit of excitement? 
I mean, you, you think the money people are interested in what it is. They're just interested in how much money it's going to get them. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> true. Um, upst- upstate Properties says, even though the crowds are low, Disney is only half open. Many of the shows are cancelled and many rides are not running. Only half the restaurants are open and menus are only several items. For their new inflated, inflated prices, I feel ripped off. I don't... I mean, presuming you knew all of this before you booked. Yeah, when they're saying new inflated prices, are they talking about like the yearly prices? Because they haven't increased prices recently, have they? No, I think the the issue is Disney are one of the only theme parks in the world that haven't decreased pricing. Right. Okay. Uh, I know you... has, de- has decreased their prices. Um, what C-Park their general has... prices? I know they've introduced that ticket, haven't they? Where you that can... ticket is insane. It's I mean, ridiculous value. So you basically, for those who haven't heard it, if you live in Florida, which let's be honest. I think on the call on Tuesday, and this is a little bit worrying, 50% of Walt Disney World's current visitors are from Florida, which means right, okay. there's still 50% of people flying in from all over the country yeah. to go to Disney World, <laughs> which is a bit worrying. But So with Universal, they basically said, if you're a Florida resident, you can buy a day ticket to the resort and you get to go to the park for the rest of the year for free. Basically, <laughs> until December the 24th, I think it is. Which is mad, because it is what? Something like $164, is it? Some, something like that. Something yeah. like that. And you think that's not, that's not too far from the price of a daily admittance at the gate. Yeah. Um, which it's is nuts. just mad, isn't it? It's crazy, crazy. It just, it just goes to show they just want people in the park, and they, they clearly earn a lot of money from people in the park. It's yeah, not just food, the gate. merchandise, yeah. Yeah, it's not just the gate price where... Um, where they make a lot guess, of money. I guess with that, what they're trying to do is attract people that don't have an annual pass, don't want an annual pass, yeah. but thinking, thinking I'm going to take them, make the most of this quiet time in the parks. Mm, yeah. Uh, Movo says, get ready for crazy traffic, walk or take alternative riding experience. It's worth it. How are you supposed to walk to Walt Disney World? Vincent, <laughs> for like, where, where are they talking about? I don't know. They're just like walking to Magic Kingdom from the I-4. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, next one from Wit Livingston says, Always said... What, hang on, can we... What a name. Yeah, it is. Wit Livingston. <laughs> a great name, isn't it? A great name. And he says, Always said Walt Disney World would be bailed out by taxpayers. I mean... Okay. I don't think it has. Yeah, I don't... Not that I'm not that, not that I know. I mean, I mean, presumably they've taken advantage of the furlough scheme, the the kind of the government funding that they're getting in the US. Yeah, I, I don't know too many details about that, but I know they they I know that they are funding some of it, although not at the moment. I think it's a bit of a dicey subject at the moment. I think, but um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's crazy, isn't it? Uh, Mary Statton says, so my family has been going to Disney for decades. This year was a nightmare. We expected the mask, expected the social rules, did not expect the rooms to be nasty or to be That's overcharged. Nasty. Oh, that's nasty. Or to be overcharged multiple times for food that we didn't order. First time ever to be yelled at for requesting towels to our room. Definitely not returning. I found it very hard to believe that they were, they were yelled at. Yeah, yeah. You can you can imagine them sort of like saying it calmly and then just like, don't yell at me. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, I wasn't. How dare you speak, speak back to me like that? <laughs> you will speak when you're spoken to. Employee yeah. number 13248. <laughs> uh, B says, despite what adults say, this place is very childish. Also, the wait lines are extremely long. If you're fine waiting one to four hours for a ride, then by any means, go ahead. Where are you waiting even one hour for a ride at the moment? Yeah. I mean, I can understand some of the queues can get longer. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm not going to be anywhere near four hours, presumably. Despite <laughs> despite what adults say, this place is very childish. Um, well, I mean, it, it is. I mean, particularly Magic Kingdom. Yeah. You well, know. yeah, Magic Kingdom obviously is... is yeah. I mean, the others, the others aren't aren't quite as childish, are they? Um, obviously, Magic Kingdom is, is 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 significantly. I mean, this we don't know where this person went because they're just reviewing the whole of Disney World. Yeah, they turned up at Magic Kingdom and thought that was the whole of Disney World. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. No, I mean, it's <laughs> happened before. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine though, somebody going from like the UK to go to Disney World and they just go to Magic Kingdom because they think that's the only thing. Yeah, they're there for like two weeks, and I like. Yeah. How are people spending two weeks here? I thought there was more here. It's weird. How are people spending this much time? Uh, Daryl Keel says, "Great that the parks are reopening. Disney is still charging premium prices for limited experiences. Guest services told me they were informed to not to do anything for annual pass holders. Sad that a company like Disney would not take care of that annual pass holders. I mean, so this is interesting. Again, on the earnings call on Tuesday." Mm. Bob Chapek, and this really annoyed a lot of pass holders. Um, he basically said, people coming to Disney for five, six days plus are more valuable to them than annual pass holders. And annual pass holders kicked off big time. Like, big time. They were like, oh, uh, Chapek doesn't care about annual pass holders. Like, we're the most important thing to Disney. And they're like, well, you're not. Financially, yeah. you are not. Yeah, because okay. I mean that's the thing—they're giving you a discount for coming in. Yeah. Like so, yes, you do come more regularly, but then you're paying less at the gate, and you're probably paying a similar price. You're probably you're probably paying similar on food and merchandise than any other guest would. What do you think? I guess think about it like this: my trip in my honeymoon trip, which is slightly more expensive than, than normal, but it's not much more expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, my honeymoon trip cost around six grand before we touched down in florida yeah yeah without spending money basically mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So i'd probably i'd probably spent another two grand largely on disney property yeah so mr chapek is rubbing his hands together gleefully at the thought of any uk visitor who is, is staying on property for two weeks i mean two weeks plus yeah yeah so yes financially it makes more sense for them to go well Yes, we're, we're making some money at the minute, but international travel is down massively and that, they're really important to us because they spend more money. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's annual pass holders, um, especially if they're locals, Florida residents, they're, you know, probably chances are a lot of them aren't staying on property because they're either, they're either within driving distance or they're, you know, they might be staying at a cheaper property because they, they go there so frequently. Yeah. Um, and so they're not making money from that. They're not making money from them at the gate because they've already paid up front for the year. 
or I think you can get finance for it as well, can't you? But yeah. you know, you know, they're not paying as much for every time they go in compared to you or I. Um, so it's completely understandable from a financial sense. Well, what, that, that's the thing. It's not Chappet standing up in the Magic Kingdom and saying annual pass holders aren't important. It's Chappet yeah. talking to shareholders mm. about what is and isn't profitable for them. Where what makes them the most money? Now, and at the because, end of the day, yeah. clearly, finance, clearly annual pass holders don't. Uh, yeah, exactly. And, and just because there's a few annual pass holders listening to that conversation is neither here nor there, really. Mm. I mean, just to put things into perspective here, an annual pass for Walt Disney World for the year, Platinum, Platinum Plus passes is the most expensive pass that you can get. Obviously, they paused passes at the minute. Yeah. Um, this, this is Disney World only. $1,295. Right, okay. It costs us what? For a two week pass, doesn't it cost somewhere in the region of £400? Yeah. For two weeks. But, um, so for equivalent price, although obviously that's pound versus dollar, but if you think of £1,200, um, that's like, what, eight weeks? Yeah. Compared but, to, and they get 52 weeks. For the same price, yeah, exactly. So that, that that for one, but also you add an even a few nights staying at a Disney hotel, and you've exceeded that already. <laughs> yeah, like probably yeah. two nights, and you've gone past that in most hotel, most Disney hotels. Oh, you're talking about like for us? Yeah, for yeah. anyone, yeah, anyone. Yeah. And it's like three, four hundred, five hundred dollars a night in some places. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And you can see, like when when Chapek's looking at that on a spreadsheet and going. You know, whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, I can, I can completely understand. Like, and the thing is, as you say, it's not them saying we don't care about them. Yeah, not at all. You know, yeah, I don't know, I don't know why. He's why. collecting the facts. Yeah, I, can't I think it goes back traffic. to. It goes back to what we see in all these re- reviews that that kind of annual pass holders, a lot of them. Well, no, I won't say a lot of them. Some of them think that the world revolves around them, doesn't it? They really do. They really and do think that Disney is made for them. Yeah, because they're an annual pass holder. And I'm not going to, I won't say all of them are like that, but you do, you do notice quite a few of them in the reviews, don't they? When yeah. they say, I'm an annual pass holder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're like, oh, great, who cares? <laughs> you spent $1,200. Like, I spend, I spend more than that in Disney World every year and then some. Like, but you don't go me going, ah. Oh, I spend more than you in the park, so actually, <laughs> I just go and have my good time and leave. Yeah, yeah. Uh, James Shelton says, "We're so glad they are reopened, and we are so happy to see all of, all of the claiming that they are doing social distancing is a must at these parallel time. Parallel time. Parallel. However, the face mask <laughs> is just a little bit overboard. Oh, of course, of course. Very hot, and I was wondering when we we're going to get to one of these." Very hot and discomforting all day long while you're outside and yet you're allowed to take it off or you eat inside a closed area with other people. It just makes no sense to me, people. We're outside. Let us breathe the fresh air. <laughs> I mean, you, yes, you are outside. And I think, you know, it's, 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 I think it's considered better when you're outside, but still you're in like crowded areas. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, it's, it's a safety precaution. 
Well, this is it. I mean, people cannot be trusted to maintain social distancing. I mean, there were no. pictures from Hollywood Studios earlier this week where people were just hanging around waiting to get boarding passes for Rise of the Resistance. Oh, uh, yes, I saw that, yeah. And it was just rammed. Like, there, yeah. was, there was no, like, less than a metre, 100% mm. everywhere. So it was like, well, if people can't be trusted to keep two metres apart, then they have to be enforced, enforcing other rules. Yeah, no, exactly, isn't it? It's exactly as you say. People can't be trusted with that. With that, um, uh, getting the ticket, getting the the passes. Why? Why don't people just go further into the park? Because you can do it anywhere in the park. Yeah, as long as it's got you've got Wi-Fi or yeah. even three G. Yeah, it's bizarre, isn't it? You think why? Because they end up they end up standing there waiting to get their pass, and then they walk into the park anyway. Yeah. So why not just walk into the park? Yeah, just walk and do it at the same time. Yeah, it just is. <laughs> It's very strange. Uh, Mojo Jojo. I am Mojo Jojo. <laughs> I was presuming from the Powerpuff Girls there. No police presence. Uh, presence spelt as in the gift presence. No police presence on the road. <laughs> Maybe that's what they're expecting, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they're expecting hand- the police to ha- be handing out presents as they this come is in. Disney. Where are my presents? <laughs> no police presence on the roads leading to Disney. My family and I were almost hit by a motorcycle weaving and speeding about 95 miles an hour. This is on the Disney road leading out. Really unsafe for families. I-4 is even worse. Almost hit several times. They call this a tourist city. Definitely not safe for tourists. <laughs> okay. Um, so there's... I, uh, my family and I were almost hit by a motorcycle weaving and speeding we're about 95 miles an hour. Okay. Um, was it really unsafe for families? I-4 is even worse. I mean, to be fair, that's nothing to do with Disney. Absolutely nothing no, to do with not Disney. Not at all. Um, you know, obviously, obviously we've, been, we've both been to Florida several times and the roads are crazy. Yeah, driving, yeah. On, driving on the roads. There's, um, it's, it's very different to driving in the UK. You know, you there doesn't seem to in in the UK when you've got like a multi-lane motorway, um, you know, you tend to have people going faster on the out, you know, on the outside or the inside. I can never remember which which one it is. Yeah. Um, whereas on in the U in the US, it doesn't seem to matter. People just undertake, overtake, all sorts. Yeah. yeah. It just see it always seems to be anything goes pretty much. It does feel like that. Yeah. Literally every time you go, every time I go driving along the I-4, there's always somebody like swerving to either get an exit or to avoid an exit. Every time we'll see multiple. Yeah. Of oh them. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the well, I, I can say this. My dad's done this. So <laughs> what? Swerving across to get into an exit? You all swerved away at the last minute. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is before the the sat nav was invented. Right. Okay. Okay. Um. Well, I should say I should say before the sat nav on your phone was invented. Right. Yeah. They, 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 those rental companies must see a massive decline in um, usage of those with the smartphone. Yeah. Although I guess UK guests still find it useful if you've not got unlimited data. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Um, okay. Keith Groban says Disney had magic before the coronavirus. Now most of the employees are only concerned about where you stand and if your nose is covered when they used to be concerned about making your time on the park magical. I was a pass holder until I went yesterday. We cancelled our passes on the way out. Disney has lost its magic. What, for keeping you safe, Keith? For keeping you safe. They're monsters, Ryan. They're just monsters. 
So can you can you move your mask above your nose, please? The magic really has been lost, hasn't it? <laughs> he just like rips up his annual pass. <laughs> so that's laminated. Oh, get it! <laughs> but please, sir, so if you're going to rip up your annual pass, just put your mask on. Mask <laughs> yeah. You seem to be sweating profusely there, sir. You can just make sure your mask is on while you do that. <laughs> I mean, you can't... You, you're going to a theme park in the middle of a pandemic. You cannot say, oh, the magic is not what it once was. Of course it's not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They have to accommodate, you know, they're, they're having to accommodate. Um, yeah, I mean, you should, I mean, they, frankly, they shouldn't even really be open, I wouldn't have said. I agree completely. Yeah. Um, you know, given the situation in the US as a whole in Florida and things like that. Um, but they are. And so I think you have to be accommodating. Yeah. I mean, if it was me and I owned the parks, I would be, have people out there with um, tasers and anyone, <laughs> someone, you, no, no, hear me out. Okay, okay, okay. You get a first warning. Yeah. If you don't listen to that first warning and I catch you again, you're tased. <laughs> <laughs> they got like taser snipers on the rooftops <laughs> down there. <laughs> Just play out an announcement throughout the park. Oh, what did I say, pal? Oh, you're going to get it. Tasing Goofy? Yeah, they're just dressed as characters on the rooftops, <laughs> tasing people from above. <laughs> that would be absolutely incredible. <laughs> oh, oh, that plot hole! Oh, that guy's not wearing a mask! Pluto's just, just, like, <laughs> just is like a massive police dog. Go get him, Pluto! <laughs> well, just like a German shepherd, just like. <laughs> with, with, just with Pluto ears. Uh, B. Hurley we made reservations to go to Disney nine months ago it is the last hurrah the week before one kid starts college and another starts medical school oh brag a bit of a brag there B. Hurley (laughs) we booked a great suite and made all of our dining plans six months in advance and bought tickets and made fast pass reservations then there was a pandemic sounds sounds like the start of a movie that (laughs) (laughs) and everything shut down as it should have when i heard that disney was reopening in time for our vacation i was thrilled but not surprised then i hear they cancelled our dining reservations the ones they demanded a credit card to hold i mean that's not unreasonable no no not at all no because because if you don't turn up then they charge you a little bit of money don't they (laughs) yeah i figured they'd come up with something that would replace it then I got a notice to say that they were no longer guaranteeing that we could go to the parks, but I would need to make reservations, which they couldn't. Oh, yeah, I think you skipped a bit there about fast passes. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Then they cancelled our fast passes. I figured they'd come up with something to replace it. Oh, okay. The notice said that they would they would be in touch with those of us who had reservations, so I waited patiently for several weeks. My vacation is 30, 33 days away, so I called. There is no information about dining. There is no information about park reservations and whether we'll be able to get them at all. Here's the good part. If we can't get park reservations, they won't refund the ticket price. The agent said that I should have read the small print. So they sold us tickets that they may not let us use and won't refund us the days we can't use. But it gets better. We had four celebratory meals at uh, Nakus... They can never say this one. Nakusis... Why did she pick the most difficult restaurant to say? (laughs) Nakusis, Citrico's, Boma, great restaurant, and Gico, great restaurant. Now I hear from Yahoo Sports... Not who, the hell, who the hell is using Yahoo Sports? Who's reading Yahoo Sports? 
Now I hear from Yahoo Sports, not Disney, that there will be NBA players staying at all of those places so they won't be available for dining. And still no call from Disney. While I understand that in the grand scheme of what is going on in the world, this is a very minor issue. I think it's wrong for companies that have taken your money months ago to use the virus as an excuse while they're spending their time and effort taking care of VIPs and ignoring regular customers. I thought that Disney would do better. <laughs> I mean, um, as far as I can see it right now, there's very little... I mean, obviously this was a month ago, but right now there's very... You can get a reservation for it pretty much every, any park, like for tomorrow. Right. Okay. Yeah. It, it, it didn't seem when the, even when they released the released the system, it didn't seem like it was just fully booked. I mean, obviously certain dates were fully booked, mm. but it wasn't like oh, you know, for the next three months everything's fully booked. Yeah. It seemed like there was you know relatively good availability. Yeah. I mean, that probably goes to show that you know there's not that many people that are wanting to go right now. No, not at all. Um, certainly from like what we've seen in Universal, I think their crowd capacity is really low, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, they're almost at the, they're, the, the, basically given the ticket that they've just introduced, they're basically at the point where they're trying to encourage more people to go. They seem a bit, yeah, it seems a bit desperate, doesn't it? Yeah. As opposed to the opposite of like saying, whoa, we've got so many people coming. We can't, you know, given our you know, limited capacity, we can't have you all. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, Isabel Garcia says, after saving our pennies and road trip, but you saved a road trip. Disappointed on conditions of park. Very filthy. And didn't see any characters walking around. Needs updated badly. I wonder why that is, Isabel. <laughs> She's just gone here, like, not even realising there's a pandemic. Oh, wear a mask. Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's a bit of a weird request. I wonder why that is. <laughs> Hopefully they use this time during closure to make some renovation. Oh, okay. She, she, she went before. Wish, wish we'd have had that commercial feeling on our first visit. Mickey, make our wishes come true. Hang on, hang on. So is she saying hopefully they use this time during closure to make some renovation? Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, so they've they've reviewed it a month ago, but they didn't. They went before it closed. Yeah. Who does that? Who who? <laughs> I don't. Who know. like who? Because they closed in March. I want to say it was March. Yeah. I think it was March. Do you think who? Who goes in? Who goes before March? So let's say they went in February, or even beginning of March. Yeah. And then they leave a review in July. Yeah, it's nuts, isn't it? Like four months later. Well, in July they've gone. Oh, yeah, I better leave that review. Yeah, I've got nothing better to do at the moment. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave that review. I leave that review. You mean to do that for a while? It's on my. It's been on my to-do list. Shall we, shall we move on to Magic Kingdom? Okay. I think we'll save Epcot, Hollywood Studios, and Animal Kingdom for next week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but let's move on to Magic Kingdom. Uh, Agna, Aga, Aga Pen Nails Salon. What? <laughs> Some salon says overpriced. Right. Overpriced, same prices with 50% less to offer. They force you to have a full dining reservation to even get a beer. Forget about the table. Where, where, where is she going? Uh, I assume you, I think you can have a beer at um, the be our guest restaurant. I want to say oh yes, because in Magic Kingdom the alcohol is limited, isn't it? Yeah, so that's one. I think the Skipper Canteen is another. Okay, I might be wrong, but I think those are the only two locations. Uh, forget about the turkey leg. Employees make us walk the whole park to tell us at the end that the stand was closed. They are very strict 
on the mask, which is okay. Strict. Yeah, <laughs> strict. They're very strict on the mask, which is okay. But for the price, only 50% of the park is open. Save your money. I mean, that is fair, isn't it? Like, if, if, you, if you're going there and you're paying the gate price, you know, it should be reduced given that there's a reduced offering. Yeah. Kind of, think. I, I do think that the prices should be a bit cheaper. You know, even if it wasn't like massively cheaper, if it was just a bit cheaper. Yeah. Um, you know, because like I know they've got to try. I know they're trying to make some money back, but at the same time, they have they have presumably they have fewer staff working in the park at the moment. Yeah. Um. So it's you know general cost is 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 less. Um. You know, you'd think they could give a little bit of money back. Yeah, you would think so. Um, Jonathan Ostrander says it was fun, but we didn't see any characters walking around, so that was kind of disappointing. The rides were decent, but having to wear masks made it almost unbearable with the heat. <laughs> oh, Jonathan! I mean, <laughs> I mean, when you ever see characters walking around, really? Well, they get they, they they used to do it, but they took it out years ago because they just yeah. got bombarded. Yeah, exactly. You, you obviously see some of them walking around when they're going from you know, from a meet and greet to the backstage area, that sort of thing. Yeah. You see them going a little bit, but not, you know, it's not like you see them walking around greeting people and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's never been the case. No. Well, as you say, years not ago. for as long as I can remember anyway. Yeah. 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 Uh, Mark B says, spent a very expensive day at the Magic Kingdom and given the pandemic, attendance was refreshingly light, but numerous attractions, eateries and shops were closed. The light attendance is really the only positive, as it allowed one to walk on the attractions that were open. Speaking of COVID, it seems that the suits that run Disney expect the greatly reduced number of customers to overpay for less. The pre-COVID days of unbridled greed to be replaced with good value for money. For example, charging $25 for parking in a vast near empty parking lot is absurd. <laughs> that, is, that is kind of ridiculous. But well, the parking... I mean, the parking has nothing to do with the attractions. Yeah, how busy it is. Like, yeah. you know, they, like, I get, I don't, do they charge for parking just to, to, like, maintain the car park and all this sort of stuff, I guess? You'd think that would be where the price would come from. Yeah. Or where the money would go to, rather. Um, but, I mean, that has nothing to do with whether attractions are closed or open or anything like that. No. <laughs> it's, it's not like... It's like he's suggesting that they, they charge for the car park to discourage people from parking because it's so busy. Yeah, it is, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Seth Tails says, it's 2020, Cove 19, and Disney looks like a carnival. I have been to Disney many, many times. I am a Floridian, so it's easy. Disney created the parks with crowds in mind. That being said, I thought no lines would be great. Not so much. By the way, I stayed at the Swan. Buyer beware, it isn't worth the time. It's getting old, and they're not keeping up on maintenance. Shame on them. I mean, the Swan was open, yeah. You stayed at the Swan several times. I have, yeah. And, well, I say several times. Hang on. Have I only said there once? And maybe I was going to be staying there... Oh, maybe you were going back this year, weren't you? Yeah, Yeah, I think I was going back for the second time this year. Um, But obviously that's been cancelled. Um, yeah, and I never had, you know, we never had a problem with it. It looks nice and clean, well maintained. Yeah. You know, I think, I think the rooms were relative, renovated a few years ago, I think. Yeah, I mean, we, I we go through were. it almost every time we go because it, it, you walk through it to get to the crazy golf. Right. Okay. 
and it's yeah. always look it always looks beautiful. I mean, yeah. they were doing the lobby up last year, but on one of the weeks we went through it, and then by the following week it was done. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's they they tend to. I think I think it was the Swan where we were, and there was some. They were like they were like doing some work um, in one of the in like one of the corridors or something like that. Mm. Um, like on you know near the lobby that sort of thing and they were putting they were like almost like building these fake like pillars oh yeah and you sort of one day they're sort of like building the framework next day it's basically done yeah like you know they don't hang around when they're doing the work especially when it's in the public public eye yeah they just get it done don't they yeah yeah I don't see I don't, I don't agree with that um, about this one and I don't is this one even open I'm assuming, I guess based it's on his true, review yeah. I guess it is but because um, I know they were I think I'm pretty sure they were ones to open later than the rest of the Disney resort because obviously they're run by, um, well, it's is one a Hilton and the others a Marriott? Possibly, yeah. I can't quite, or whether they're both Marriotts or something like that, I can't quite remember. Um, but yeah, they're obviously not run directly by Disney, even though they have Disney in the name. Yeah. Uh, Lucinda Theo says, everything overpriced. Water fountains were smelly, in which in which is something Disney should be able to afford, some kind of well-filtered water system. Overall, it was a good experience for those ones. <laughs> water fountains were smelly. I assume uh, that means the water fountains that you can drink from. Yeah, I'm assuming so. Oh, I, I would see rather than the... Um, maybe they yeah. don't, I mean, yeah, I maybe. Th- hadn't they turned some, I don't know if they've turned them all off, but I know they've turned some of them off. Yeah. Um, because obviously, I guess they don't want kids sort of, touching them and splashing about in the water and all that sort of stuff. Well, yeah, like kids licking them. Not yeah. on purpose, but like <laughs> kids get proper close to them when they're drinking from them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Oh, no, sorry, I was talking about the actual big fountains. Oh, the actual big fountains. Yeah, yeah. I thought they closed a lot of them, but I, yeah, it's hard to tell whether they're talking about the actual big fountains or whether they're talking about the drinking fountains. Yeah, I'm not sure which. Because you, like, you could understand like a potentially one of the big fountains, you could understand that being smelly potentially after yeah. time if it's not maintained. Um, but yeah, the, I mean the Florida, I mean, if you've not tried Florida water, it does taste gross. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's not ideal. Not at all. The thing is, if you ask for ice water, they quite, they quite often give you the water <coughs> that comes from the um, Coke machines. Right. Okay. So it's kind of like filtered anyway. Mm. So, and ice water is obviously free. Yeah, I never know. Like when you go to a restaurant and you ask for water, I never know whether it's like directly tap water or whether it's filtered or anything like that. You know. I don't I mean, know. Yeah, because like when you drink from a fountain in Florida, it tastes awful. But right. whenever I ask for like ice water in a restaurant, it hasn't tasted like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've I I mean I haven't drunk from a water fountain in in years in Disney but um, yeah like I'll have water in restaurants and things like that a lot and yeah. you know I don't ask for bottled water or anything like that I just get you yeah. know, normal water and I don't yeah I don't know whether it's directly from the tap or or whether it's um, filtered or anything like that but it never tastes bad yeah uh, Phil Baker, uh, Baker says great place they just weren't ready for people just yet otherwise I would have given them 10 stars I mean you can only give them 5 yeah you can Phil, yeah. But there we go <laughs> The mask thing killed it. We were not meant to be apart and or wear masks at the Magic Kingdom. I'm assuming he, he, he meant and wear masks at the Magic Kingdom. Very anticlimactic. Anticlimactic. I mean, what does that even... What? what? <laughs> He's basically saying that they weren't ready for people. 
they shouldn't be enforcing masks or social distancing. Yeah, that review is very hard to work out. It is. <laughs> I would say that review was very anticlimactic. I would agree. Uh, Tuffy Rockford, great name. <laughs> wow, yeah. A great day with no lines at the rides, but a large family of nine cannot eat anywhere. They split up our family in the name of COVID, and even with lunch reservations, the second half had to wait almost until the first half had finished. The first first half was seated before our 1.50 reservation. Our second 2pm reservation was not seated until 2.30, while they, uh, while they took in groups that arrived after us. Dinner reservations? Oh no, we can't let nine people in, and you cannot buy any souvenirs unless you carry them around. They will not hold it for you. They will not send it to your on-property resort. They will not send it to the front gate for pickup. Sorry, we spent the money now. It appears they are limiting the guests to 25%, but they've staffed for 10%. It is not the great accommodating, helpful Disney experience we've had in past years. It's a real shame. Save you money until they can get their act together. They are open during a pandemic, and you're complaining because your party got split into two, and you can't ship your merchandise to your hotel room. It's ridiculous. I mean, the reservations, the dining reservation system, um, rightly or wrongly, you you book for a time, but there's no guarantee it's going to be at that time because no. it's whenever it's whenever the table becomes available. I mean, yeah, so, let's say the, like when we were at the boathouse, someone could have yeah. been waiting for that table for two for about three hours. Yeah. Because we were, I mean, on average, I'd say people, they probably cater for around an hour, but we were at our table for about three. Yeah, <laughs> we were there some time. And that's the thing. But because that's the thing, they don't they don't book specific tables, do they? They book just say you know a table of two, and then whenever the next one becomes available, you know they'll take the next person in the waiting list. Um, you know just beca- just because somebody else arrived um, after you, you know they might have had an earlier reservation. Yeah, you know that's yeah, sort exactly. Of thing. Um, and the whole thing about like you know being able to send um items back to resorts and things like that i think that's completely understandable at the moment you know they want to avoid handling things that that you know guests have handled and things like that and the same with staff you know if 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 you bought something do you want staff handling all your items to to reach to get it back to your hotel room i mean it probably goes it probably goes through like three four five six people yeah before it reaches your hotel room potentially Exactly. Yeah. No, absolutely. You completely understand them doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing with the staff, I guess, you know, they probably are low on staff because they've, I mean, for one thing, they've gotten rid of all of their um, like college programs and international programs. Yeah. So I mean, I'm, I don't know, I don't know how much staff that equates to, but I imagine it's quite a lot. Yeah. I would imagine so because they're, they're obviously a lot cheaper to pay as well. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me if they were, if they were low on staff. Yeah. They're probably putting the bare minimum in to cover those requirements at the minute. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll read a couple more. Felix Ruiz says, not the same without the crowds and the laughter. Didn't seem like the happiest place on earth. <laughs> so he likes the crowds. He, yeah, he likes the crowds, but he, he, really, he also misses the laughter. No, no, nobody, nobody was laughing. In Main Street, just going, oh, <laughs> <laughs> He makes it sound like it's like deserted and everyone's just really sad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No one's talking. Like it's yeah. just silent. <laughs> it's practically a funeral procession. Uh, just like yeah. going down Main Street. 
Um, Flawless PYT says, I didn't go to Magic Kingdom and probably won't ever go because I bought tickets for August 2020. Florida now has a very big problem there with COVID-19 and I'm very afraid of taking myself and my two grandchildren. I found out that I can't get my money back, which is extremely unfair since I now could use that money. This is very unfair policy that Disney World has. No matter, no wonder they're so rich. How, how was I to now back in February know that, that what we were going through a pandemic would destroy so many lives and is still doing great harm? I wanted to do something good for my grandchildren, but now I need a refund and I can't get it unfair. I will never go there. I mean, I've, I wonder if she's not booked through Disney because Disney have been giving refunds left, right and centre. Yeah, they've been, they've been relatively good at that, haven't they? Um, mm. And I think it makes you wonder whether the reason they can't get a refund is because they can use it at a later date. Yeah. Um, obviously, I guess it maybe depends on the ticket that they bought and all that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, you would have thought that they would generally be able to get a refund. You'd think so, wouldn't you? Um, I mean, did they say... I, f- I forget what they said. Um, did they say that they can't... They It was closed, was it? Or when they, when they're... I suppose it was August, so they're not closed. Yeah, but maybe they but, they could be from the UK or something, potentially. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, true, true, potentially. Um, I'll read one more from Jay Jonath. Such a magical place, but unfortunately with far too much health constraints. It ruins everything. I will return when all these binding rules are lifted. <laughs> Shut up, Jay Jonath. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fine, that's, that's on you. You know, if you don't want to go because there's... And, you know restrictions and things like that that's your call it's okay. a bit harsh a bit harsh to give the park one star as a result of that yeah oh how dare they try and keep people safe one star yeah yeah i mean as we've said it's questionable whether they should be open or not at all yeah um so yeah Disneyland still isn't no they're, they're not it's obviously um i think that's that's more down to the local government isn't it yeah that they're not allowing it to be open i think rather Definitely. than rather than um Disney, because I'm sure Disney will probably open it. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, downtown Disney is open. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then that that you can understand because it's kind of like shopping and dining where if they've opened shops and dining in other places in California, they can't really say no to Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting. It makes you wonder what, because obviously Disneyland, um, most of their guests are like residents, aren't they? Yeah, like like locals and things like that. So it makes you wonder whether it would be a busier park as a result because there's more people compared to like Disney World, which attracts a huge volume of international guests. Mm. At the moment, none of those can go. Yeah. And so, you know, visiting numbers are going to be way down. Um, whereas, yeah, Disneyland, if its majority is is residents anyway, yeah, you know, it could be, it could be busier as a whole. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um so on that note thank you very much for listening please do go and rate us on your podcast app of choice and we will be back next week and we will be taking a little trip around epcot disney's hollywood studios and disney's animal kingdom to see what the post-covid world looks like for those and i would imagine that guests are just as unhappy (laughs) if only we were taking a trip there ryan if only if only yeah 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 i know Covid, Covid, ruining our holiday plans for the year. I just year. want to go. <laughs> this will be the first year in over ten years, over ten years easily, maybe mm. even fifteen years that I've not been. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 
yeah, I don't know how many years it is for me. Um, but it's certainly, I've certainly have been every year for the last several years. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is one of the, I've, I think I've only been twice in one year, like maybe once. Yeah. Um, and this was going to be another time where I was going twice in one year. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's gone from two to zero. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it's safe to go it's next unfortunate. year, if it's safe to go next year, I'm sure I, I could even turn it into a three trip year. Right. Cause I want to go, we want to go for, for our trip. Mm-hmm. We want, which will probably, I think if it's safe, we'll book probably early next year to go early next year if we can. Yeah. If we can, if it's safe to travel and all that sort of yeah. stuff, if everything's cleared up, but it's just not it's, it's so, it's so hard to say, isn't it? Then obviously we want to go over there for Halloween Horror Nights and the, what, 50th. the 50th. And then my parents are thinking about going as well. Right. Okay. Yeah. But, I know they were thinking of going, you, um, a little while ago, wouldn't they? But then obviously the whole, um, dining plan, Sort of threw things I, I up in the air. I think it's going to all depend on whether UK and European guests feel safe going back. Um, yeah. If they don't, then Disney will be forced to put the dining plan and offers back in place to try and get prompt people to book. Try and encourage people back. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, again, it all depends on how safe things are, isn't it? Yeah, it does. Um, so thank you very much for listening and we will see you again next week. Ah, there you are. And just in time. There's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota, and they'll haunt you until you return. <laughs>